see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They pick the low day, but so it's fine. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks are much more than either of them thoughts. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. Good morning and welcome to another exciting episode of... It's just one episode. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you posted on the... Anyway, another exciting episode of In the Stacks with... Barry. And LaToya. It is today, March 8th. And a lot going on at the library today, as it is a Thursday. Yeah, it's a terrific Thursday. We used to have terrific Thursdays. Then Ann Moore decided she didn't like them. Well, that's going to be effective in the summer. Wonderful Now that's a... Wonderful, Wonderful Wednesday. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, we have tax AAR. It could have been like Hallelujah right. Hump Days. No, no. <laughs> I don't yeah, think that, yeah. that's kid appropriate. Well, a hump day? That's middle of the week. Get over the hump. Yeah, I was thinking completely differently. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so AARP is here doing taxes. Yes, uh, free tax assistance to... Uh, Lower income people or old people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're lower income and old, they, they're, they're really happy to yeah, see you. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're here every Thursday through, I think, April 12th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, of course, as you mentioned, um, you know, you're at recording another episode of Uber Geeks. Actually, I have not mentioned that here. No, you mentioned it in the beginning when we're like, you know, when I said episodes and you're like, you know. I said one episode. I said singular. Whatever. I didn't didn't say anything about Uber before. Yeah, you did. No, I did not. Maybe you just said it when we weren't on the air. Yeah. You're confused because during the sound check, I said, you know, welcome to, and I I started to say Uber Geeks. (laughs) Maybe Uh, that's it. Uber Geeks, the other podcast that I do, also on Thursdays. So. Stop pimping your other show. Although, honestly, I'm not sure show. if we're going to record it tonight because Carrie's kind of sick. You know? Oh, okay. She was not enthused when I told her tonight was recording night. Well, I certainly so. hope that you're pimping our show on the other one since, you know, you're. I saw on Facebook that you had posted, you know, recording both um, mm-hmm. in yeah, the I, stacks I, on, and Uber on, Geeks. Uh, Uber Geeks, I don't think I ever mentioned in the stacks. So stop, stop talking about your other show. I you brought you. it up, not me. I said nothing about Uber Geeks. Anyway, I Uber still have Geeks, to Uber Geeks, which is available through my website, <laughs> BarryReese.net, or iTunes. Yeah, you're definitely not mentioning it But now. you brought it up. <sighs> and now that you brought it up, I feel like I should okay. explain what it is. Whatever. It's your weekly guide to whatever is geeky in the entire world. Yes, anyway. I, I still need to listen to last week's episode. Yeah. So. Let my derpy hooves go. That's what that one's oh called. Oh, my gosh. But, um... Yeah, so also at the library right now, um, not not a whole lot else here to go. Well, you said there's a whole is, bunch, but I was well, kind of I was like, really? Well, I mean, today is a movie day, um, and this will be Cars the first too. time. Yeah, this will be the first time they use the popcorn cart. They tested it out yesterday. Yeah, I had some of the popcorn. It was so good. I, it's so much oh, better it than the like other the, one. The butter dis, the butter um, disbursement or disbursement yeah. was off. Because some of them were really buttery, and some appear to have no butter. But I was happy with it because for me it was kind of a balance because none of them were were overly buttery right. so but yeah i mean it still tastes better than the, the way we used to pop it yeah the other one was a bit more oily yeah so. yeah this one was nice um so that's exciting yeah cars two today mm-hmm. i think next monday i think is friends with benefits night at the library 
the movie people. <laughs> yeah, I did want to see the movie. that movie. Yeah. So I'll have to go bum our copy off of Jared before. How do you say her name? Mila? Mila. Mi- Mila Kunis? Yeah. Okay. Um, she's in this month's uh, issue of Bazaar, Harper's Bazaar, I think. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've seen some of the, the photos from the, the shoot. I read part of the interview because it was online. And, uh, and it's like weird pictures. Oh, like... I mean, um, they're just strange. No, she's on like a, a Ferris... Not a Ferris wheel. She's on like a uh, merry-go-round mm-hmm. and a carousel and stuff. And she's eating like cotton candy. How but it's like weird? she's dressed in like like glamour outfits. And she has like, you know, the, the big fake eyelashes oh, and the, okay. the eye shadow and stuff. And then oh. she's like, you know, riding on a, you know, a fake horse. <laughs> I, I, it's just weird. I, don't, I think I don't that's kind of cool. I'm curious. But you haven't seen it. So you yeah, can't I'm curious cool. to um, see it. I mean, you know, to me, it's like, you know, is she, are, are you trying to make her sexy or fun? Both. But that, it doesn't work. It's weird. Because <laughs> she looks like she should be at a nightclub. And instead, she's like the only person on a carousel. Well, there, I think that maybe calls more attention to it because you're pulling that person or that character out of their normal element. And no, it's, 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 no, I mean, you're trying to give it all this rationale. <laughs> if you saw the pictures, they're just they're just stupid pictures. Okay. Um, and in the interview, she talks about how she had to lose so much weight for, uh, you know, the black. Oh, black um, swan. Black yeah. swan. She actually lost 20 pounds. And she's already tiny as it she is. She got down to 95 pounds. Jeez. And she said she was like all muscle. And, uh, and she's tried to gain the weight back, but she's lamenting the fact that it's not going to her bottom or her, her uh, breasts. Oh, she says it all. Stomach. Yeah, she says it goes to her stomach and and her hips and stuff. But I'm like, really? I don't, I don't think it's going to your hips. I mean, she's. I mean, she's kind of cute, you know. But I mean, she's cute in like a dainty little play doll kind of way. I don't see her as a dainty play. But she's like five foot tall and she weighs like ninety pounds. Yeah, that's but dainty. like her facial, her face is not. You can see every bone in her face. But that's not dainty. Dainty to me is like fragile. Okay. Okay. She looks like if I if I. Thumped her really hard. <laughs> it could knock. It could knock her shoulder out of place. Okay, maybe. You know, but uh, I I rewatched uh, Book of Eli last week, and she's good in that. Okay, good I've never seen that one. That's a good movie. Anyway, um, other library stuff going on. Um, next week, we uh, at on Wednesday. It's our monthly uh, staff meeting. Yep, Joel so should be here. Next we'll be week. closed from nine to ten in the morning, and then later that day we have a board of trustees meeting. Those are always fun. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's about it. Yeah, I can't really think of anything yeah. else. I think we should promote Friends with Benefits Night. That sounds. <laughs> we'd get some people coming in. Well, I'll make that the title of the show today. Yeah. Um, yeah, people really listen in to the Friends with Benefits. I know. So. Well, I mean, apparently Anthony really liked last Well, don't steal my segments. Okay. All right. Now, before we go any further, um, we should remind everybody that the opinions, viewpoints, uh, everything that's expressed on the show, do not necessarily respect, re- reflect the opinions, viewpoints, or everything else of anybody, uh, anybody, except. including the library board of trustees, <laughs> library staff, uh, county commission, city council, or me. Um, they do generally reflect your views. Yes. But I, if I offend you, I am playing a character, a stereotype, and you completely and I actually agree, agree with with, with yeah. whatever you agree with. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so uh, we have a lot of. Uh, Listener feedback this week. Um, first, okay. you did mention uh, Anthony. Yes. Um, are we allowed to call him Anthony? I thought I thought publicly we had to call him Kiyazami. Okay, we'll go with Kiyazami. Okay. Uh, Kiyazami, uh, who is m- perhaps no relation to Anthony. Okay. Since you already mentioned his name. but 
Anyway, he posted uh, that he was catching up on the episodes, mm-hmm. uh, to which I replied, about time. Then he uh, said on the, uh, the episode, Easy Cracker, Black Love, he said it was funny. Uh, he says, I would say that you're trying to compare, in quotes, low-income black Americans to middle-class Americans, but you need to compare more so trailer park white Americans. So I think he, you know, that episode, for those of you who, who didn't listen to it, we were talking about um, whether or not... Um, the behavior, I guess, of Well, yeah, it, it had a lot to do with uh, spousal abuse yeah. and all that kind of stuff, and whether it was more accepted right, in right. some elements of, of black culture. And uh, so he's saying that we should really look at it as trailer park white people compared to those kind of people. But I mean, is is that then to say that trailer park white people are? I, th- I, th- I think he's the suggesting that they're more likely to engage in that well, kind of behavior okay. than. Well, do they vary? I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, he also said, um, "I think Barry has some good points on black love." It's interesting that which, he would say which you Joel had. liked his comment. <laughs> Joel Taylor of Pro Video Consulting. Mm-hmm. Um. And I liked the comment. Of course you did. You know, I, I, I'm glad that people are listening to the show and are respecting the fact that I'm trying to give you good advice. Because we all know what they're referring to. And we're not going to get into it here. But I, but I think everybody was referring to not necessarily my, my opinions on the Rihanna and Chris mm-hmm. Brown reconciliation. Okay. But on other well, aspects. Not, uh, well, whatever. Well, they, they've at least had a musical rec- reconciliation. Yeah, but they're not, yeah. And you don't think they've reconciled in, nope. in other ways? I'm not saying they're so. dating. Yeah, I don't think so. You don't think they've hooked up? No, I, I don't think, think they so. have. I'd, I'd be willing to bet you money. I don't think so up. because Rihanna would have put that out there in a quick second. I think I think she's done everything but. I mean, she's flirted with him all over Twitter, and she makes you know. I'm actually I actually follow Rihanna on Twitter. Uh huh. <laughs> so you know, I don't know who she's doing some of the things she's tweeting about with, but I you know. You would not be surprised if it was. No, now I do not follow Chris Brown because honestly, I'm, I don't. I'm not sure who he is, other than the fact that he beat up Rihanna. I know he's a musician. Yeah. And he, but I, I don't think I know any songs by him. No, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think he would. Um, now, he was not in, in Boys to Men or anything like that. No, he's way too young for that. <laughs> <laughs> New edition. No. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who he is. Whatever. Yeah. But, it's not um, important that you know who he is. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so we had that. And then I also heard from Allie Fox. Really? You know, we called out Allie last week. Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't even bring the phone in here today. I know. I noticed. And um, <laughs> Allie says that uh, that he has been listening to the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that even when he does miss it, that people tell him what was said. People. Because he said there's a lot of uh, little birdies who chirp to it. Okay. I'm like, all right. And um, he also said that he loved Uber Geeks. Mm-hmm. Um we're not talking about your other I'm show. I'm just telling you all the things that he said. Uh, anyway, and you know, I invited him back on the show, and he didn't really respond to that. He talked about other stuff. Um, <laughs> He's got things to do. I guess so. But uh, yeah, so Allie is listening. Uh, we, we've gotten some feedback from Kiyazami and uh, Joel. So obviously people are, are listening. And you got actually a lot of feedback on my Facebook page last week, which I'm surprised oh, you're yeah, not bringing yeah, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you titled the episode LaToya Out. And, yes. and then implied that somehow I was trying to drive you from the show in your description. 
that I was threatening to get rid of you and so forth. Well, I mean, uh, despite the fact, the, despite like, the fact, the majority of the show was you bitching about how you didn't want to do the show. <laughs> well, you kind of were because you were like, oh, you know, made yeah. gave me the impression that I but was. That's so because easily... after an hour of it, I was like, well, you know, maybe I'll just replace you <laughs> if you don't want to do the show. So uh, Derek well, Ferguson, Derek Ferguson, who is an award-winning pulp author, and who's like one of my own fans. Yes, and Sean Ali. Um, who is the graphic designer for Pro Se Press and, and would be award-winning if they gave awards for the graphic design. They <clears> should. <throat> anyway, uh, those two guys both uh, gave you shout-outs. Yes. Uh, Sean said that you know he, he was already making T-shirts and stuff for you and all this kind of thing. Uh, Derek, uh, you know, saying your praises and yes. stuff. So, you know, you have this... Um, I have and, a fan base. Well, and, you know, it makes other things, uh, you know, in your, your life just seem so strange. Because you have this fan base mm -hmm. of great guys. Okay. Who are like, you know, groupies for you. <laughs> and yet, you think that you're like, you know, unlovable and so forth. Despite the fact that these strangers are saying that they would wear pictures of you on their chest. <laughs> and would quit I'm... listening to the show if you were not on it. I'm not saying I'm unlovable. I've, I found the one that I love and who loves me. Wow. Hey, let's not get ahead of ourselves now. But, um, I mean, there, there's good people out there. Like, you know, Derek, Derek's got somebody. Yes. You know, and I, and I imagine Sean. I think Sean uh, is in a relationship as well. But the mere fact that these wonderful guys would express an interest... Shows maybe you should elevate your, your standards. That's all I'm saying. That's all you're That's saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, okay. That's all I'm saying. You know. <laughs> moving on. Keep on moving on. Um, yeah, so let's do uh, Latoya's Oh, I did forget to say, um, Kiyazami has also offered to assist me with my pulp, pulp novel. Oh, cool. So, yeah, he, he wants to help in some way. And so mm -hmm. I'm like, I still want to, I think... I do want a piece of your work as the inspiration point and mm. go from there. Oh, okay. But you still haven't, like, shown me any of the work I can take or a piece that I can take. Well, now, are you saying you want to use it or you want to use it as inspiration? No, I want to use it, too. Oh, so you want me to write something for you to use? No, I want one of your artworks that you're not going to use. Oh, a piece use. of art. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, okay. a piece of art that you're not going to use. Oh, okay. And that way I can maybe use it as the cover or something or, you know, an interior page or something. Hmm. But Yeah, we'll look at that. <laughs> uh, I mean, so you pay for them. You may as well get some use out of them. Well, yeah. It depends. Uh, you know, some of the stuff is paid for by uh, some of the publishers, though. Oh, okay. So... Um, I guess we should uh, talk about Latoya in a minute. Latoya in a minute. Oh, we can talk about Latoya in a minute. Um, people in a minute. Of course, Davy Jones passed away. I guess it was last week. They said that he's going to be cremated. Mm. I still don't know about how I feel about. And the monkeys cremation. aren't going to be at his funeral. Really? I didn't. Yeah, they decided that. that they thought that might overshadow the the family's. You know. Family. Really? Yeah, they're talking maybe having a a separate memorial service just for friends, um, in L.A. or something. Um, I guess kind of like with the Whitney Houston thing, they had their own private thing before they did a more public. Oh, well, yeah, this would be after, but yeah. Oh yeah, the private thing first, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically, the they, they said that you know they thought that if they were there, then it would be about oh the monkeys are at the funeral, and so. I don't. I wouldn't see it that way, but. Yeah. But yeah, I was saying I don't know how I really feel about cremation. I've told my parents. 
<laughs> you know, since I'm so loving toward my parents, I told them that they need to get cremated and um, their urns would live on my um, fireplace. And mom is like, that's really morbid. Yeah, well, whatever. But mom said that's morbid. And she said that in death she wants peace. And she can't <laughs> be in my house around well, me. There's never going to be any peace in your house, that's so, for sure. So, yeah. Um, also, I just saw... <sighs> You know, and, I mean, Carrie wants to be cremated, but I'm like, you know, I don't want to think about it. I yeah. told her, I said, you do whatever the hell you want to do as I'm dead. But before I'm dead, I'm not going to think about being dead because that's just going to depress me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I actually really kind of don't care, you know? I mean, at that point, I'm gone. So there's, you know, it's not like in Egyptian days or whatever when they thought you would be reincarnated with your body or something. I'm like, you're done with it withers away and so I don't know I guess at some point I'll have to decide or you know just let whoever pick yeah I mean you don't have to decide I mean whoever's left behind will decide for you but you know if, if it's important to you then you should make the decision I mean you know if you absolutely do not want to be buried in the dirt then you need to tell somebody if you don't want to be cremated then you need to tell somebody otherwise you know I mean heaven forbid if Kay's making that call yeah you know, he's because yeah, who knows what he's going to do I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, you you know who, um, what is it, Allie Lowen is? Uh, wait, 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 that's Lindsay's sister who didn't have cosmetic surgery? Yeah. I was, I've been looking, you know, kind of following that. Even though she looks nothing that. like she used to? Well, I've been kind of following that and looking at some of the pictures. <laughs> of course you will. Well, kind of. <laughs> I, I didn't say I'm like, you know, all in it. Yeah. But she was a pretty girl i mean several yeah. years ago now she looks i mean it doesn't look like her and it looks scary the way but, you she know lindsey doesn't look like lindsey anymore in the face either i mean she's had something done to her lips and her nose doesn't look right um I'm trying to find the picture for you because yeah i mean it just it doesn't look like that person anymore it's somebody completely different it's just it's just the way her face is changing as over time no. That's what they would tell you. Yeah, that is, that's not, I mean, to completely change your, oh, here it is. It's almost like your face structure and stuff. It, she looks a lot more like, um, Elizabeth, no, I was going to say Elizabeth from, of course, Pirates of the Caribbean, but that's Kira Knightley. So, yeah, her gauntness and, but I'm like, she looked nothing like that when she was younger. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it just looks bad well you know she doesn't look horrible now but she didn't look horrible to begin with i mean i, I wouldn't say it's necessarily she's only 18 still yeah but she looks nasty yeah, she looks older than 18 all these low ends age not fast. so well <laughs> fast um, and not i mean so Lindsay. Well. Lindsay looks i swear to god if you told me she was 40 i'd believe you i'd be like well she's she looks okay for 40 you know i mean you know but I mean, because to me, she looks older than me. Yes. And she's a lot younger than me. Yes. That's weird. Um, the last thing I wanted to mention, you had told me a few, I guess a couple days ago, about the um, lawsuit against Paula Deen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know she's responded to the lawsuit. Yeah, apparently they're... I haven't read her response, though. It says Paula Deen's lawyers hit back at harassment lawsuit. So give the details of the lawsuit, Barry. 
<laughs> oh well, I mean, I didn't, I didn't bring anything to prepare. Well, I mean, but you know, offhand. Uh, I mean, it was somebody who works at one of her restaurants. Yeah, had been an employee. For right, her. and um, basically, she is accused uh, Paula Dean of making various racist comments on a regular basis. Well, Paula Dean and her uh, brother. Yeah, or she also accused her brother, uh, Paula Dean's brother, mm-hmm. of looking at a uh, porn in front of employees and telling this employee that. He wished that she would bring in some pictures of her when she was younger <laughs> for him to look at. Um, but, uh, yeah, she uh, apparently drops the N-word fairly frequently. Yeah. Uh, even in relation to the president. And uh, it's instead some just uh, hilariously racist it's, statements. Yeah, I mean, it was like seriously. It's crazy that when you sent it to me, <laughs> the message to me about it, I was like, what? The, yeah. You know, and then you're like, oh, but this is just rumored. I'm like, heck, Well, yeah, no. it's, just a, it's just allegations. Yeah. I mean, anybody can allege anything, you know. But I totally buy it. I mean, I don't. I actually don't know that much about Paula Dean other than she's, she's like a chef or something, right? And yeah. is she the one who hid that she had? Diabetes, Diabetes, yes. okay. And her and Anthony Bourdain don't like right. each other. But see, that's the extent. I've never watched anything Oh, I don't watch Paula her Dean show. On. I don't do anything yeah. with Paula Dean. I've never heard her voice. I don't know anything about her, um, but I, I figured you would. So when I saw the thing, I was like, "Oh, this is the kind of crap that Latoya would be interested." Of course, in. and see, I, uh, yeah, I don't follow Paula Dean or anything like that. What I know of her is just in generalities. I I, so. I, I used to get her confused with Rachel Ray, even really? though they're they're nothing, nothing alike, alike apparently. Yeah, but just because all I knew were the names, and there was some lady who cooks. Okay, all right. You know, and so sometimes I would, I, I would be like, "All right, which one is is she the young one or is she the old one?" <laughs> You know, because I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, Paula sounds like an older name to me. So there you go. You can remember that way. I'll remember that Paula sounds like an old name to LaToya. <laughs> I mean, Paula didn't sound any older to me than Rachel. I mean, you know. It does both, to me, I guess. kind of old-fashioned. Maybe it's because of um, people in my life, Paula being an older person mm-hmm. and knowing a Rachel who was younger. So I can associate it that way. I don't know. But, uh, you know, in, in like Julian's classroom, you know, there's two McKenzie's, but they spell it completely differently. Neither yeah. one of them is spelled in any way that like, or anybody I ever knew. Okay, so not um, the tra- traditional McKenzie. No, I mean, one of them is like an M-A-C-K McKenzie. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other one is like M-A-K-Y-N. Oh, my. So like McKenzie. Right. Oh, um, so, I mean, I guess, you know, if you want to make Paula younger for you, you could like P-A-W-L-A or something, <laughs> Paula. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of kind of youngify it. Youngify? Yeah. So what else is going on in people? Anything? Those are my three things okay. that I wanted to discuss. I mean, I didn't figure you wanted to talk about Snooki or Jessica A Simpson. Snooki. No. <laughs> no. So, but did I you saw, see I saw the picture? The, I saw the picture. Je- Je- yeah, yeah, Jessica Simpson. It's like, that's yeah. been done. Yeah, it's the exact same pose almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and for those who don't know, no, she's, you know, the whole naked. She's knocked up. Yes. Um, yeah. The shot was, of course, the whole, you know, Give her... Give more shots. Yes, where her stomach, her hand is below her stomach, and then her other hand is covering her boobies. Right, one's covering and the tatas, the, the other's yeah. covering the woohoo. And it's to the side, a yeah. side shot, so, yeah. yeah. Tatas and woohoos. Yeah, I'm not one for saying when someone's pregnant they're sexy, but I suppose that, you know, they're sexy to, like, the spouse or whatever. I don't know. I just, I'm like, no, that's just fat. Well, it's not fat, well, I mean, generally. I mean, some people I'm... get fat when they're pregnant, but generally, it's, they, you know, it's not fat. I know it's not fat, fat, but I mean, you know, I'm saying like it's just... You don't like the little Ethiopian look? 
No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I don't like that. I mean, I know people who pregnant chicks. That's, that's they like their that. thing. Which yeah, is um, kind of weird to me. I mean, not not. I don't think pregnant women are weird. Yeah. But I yeah. think that being your thing is kind of weird. Because, I mean, it makes me wonder. What you're thinking? Well, I mean, yeah, what... What and they probably couldn't describe what about it. it that but is, I mean, what what on a, a subconscious level makes the fact that they have a a, a child, child inside of them hotter? Well, let's hope that it's not really for that aspect. It's maybe like the bump makes them excited. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they're like you know closet pedophiles. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, saying there's like, something no. obviously on a subconscious level that I think that the motherhood fertility thing maybe. must be what's. But see, I mean, for me, it's all, and certainly since I don't plan on actually having kids of my own, um, the the idea of being pregnant and having sex when you're pregnant really freaks me out. Because I'm of, and it's, I think they've said it on TV and stuff where people think, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to have sex because, you know, it's going to hurt the baby or something. It just seems so weird. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm, I'm just not going to do it, so I don't have to worry about it. Um, now, tomorrow I'm going to jail. Um, yes. Again. It's a weekly thing. A weekly thing, yeah. Uh, I'm supposed to be out there for two hours. I'm not sure what I'm going to do tomorrow. Oh, while you're there? Yeah. I mean, what are you supposed to be doing? Uh, you know, offering advice, um, assisting them with things that a professional librarian would be doing. Mainly, I'm saving them money. Yeah. Because they're able to sign off that, oh, I'm overseeing things. And then they don't have to hire somebody with an MLS. Well, the last time I was there, actually, the auditor showed up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, my God, I'm so glad you're here. You're like Exhibit A. And um, they're like, oh, this Mr. Barry, you know, he's he's overseeing things. I'm like, well, I would not really call myself overseeing <laughs> anything. It's like, okay, but, whatever you need to say to make it okay. Yeah. And last time I was there, I don't think I told you, you know, the warden wanted to meet me. So no, I was brought uh-huh. into the warden's office, and Ooh. the warden talked to me and said how much he appreciated what I was doing and stuff. And at one point I told him, I, I said, well, you know, if there's ever anything you guys need, just let me know. He was like, oh, no, 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 no. If there's anything you need, Ooh. you let us know. See, there's got to be something behind all that. Then. Well, because I'm be, saving them money. Yeah, I was about to say, they, you must yeah. be saving them a lot of money. Because when he introduced me to his secretary, he was like, oh, this is the man right here. This is the man who's, <laughs> who's keeping us from having to go out and find somebody. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and they gave me a little a little pin. Uh, it looks like a little uh, badge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it says Geo on it, which because it's run by Geo. And uh, so I wear it, and he said, that's my good out of, get out of jail free badge. But, um, well, I mean, yeah. uh, what is it? One of our prior employees, didn't he work in a jail library at some point, Dan? Yes, Dan used to, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just always think it's interesting. I, I often forget that there would be a librarian in a jail yeah. such, um, situation. But and most of what they do is help people with legal stuff. Uh, because they're on their computers right now, as a matter of fact, they can't do anything except LexisNexis. And, um, and it's a standalone product on yeah. they can't they can't surf the internet or anything okay so it's locked um, down for and that and then they have a lot of well, i wouldn't say a lot but i mean they have several hundred um books that are just like uh reading material so are you going to be doing any actual collection development or anything or um you know i told them we'd round up some stuff from around here and um that kind of stuff i'm supposed to be looking to see if i can find them some free automation program which i haven't done yet but uh i need to do that free automation mm-hmm you know, for like yeah, checking yeah, yeah. stuff in and out. Yeah. I would think that there are some small... I told him uh, for a collection that size, I'm sure we could find something that would be free. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, I did think about Evergreen because it is open source, but then I'm like, you know, that's just 
That's so. That's a lot than, more. Yeah, than it's need. way too complicated. You know, all they need is something that can. It basically is a database that can allow them to check things in and out. You know, because hmm. right now they're checking in and out with the cards. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. I'd completely forgotten about that. Which I told him, I said, you know, that works. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they're concerned because they have no security, so a lot of their books just disappear. Um, and so I told him, you know, I, I recommended the old 3M magnetic tape mm-hmm. because it's cheaper than RFID and all that kind of stuff. I said there's that one-time expense works. of putting the, yeah. the things up. But um, I said, you know, and you can even reuse the, the strips in the sense that, you know, if you buy the big ones, you can cut them in half. Yes. <laughs> or three times. I remember times. that. Yeah, I we mean, did you can actually, to do You only that. really need a couple inches. Yeah. So you can get four out of those things. <laughs> I wouldn't push that, but yes, it is possible yeah. to yeah. do it. But yeah, I'd forgotten, truly. Yeah. So those were my recommendations so far. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, I, I brought something because I want to talk about it. Because I but bought this I want to talk book. about it first. I want to talk about my stuff. No, we're talking about this right now. Um. It's called The Further Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, The Peerless Peer. By Philip Jose Farmer. Now, Philip Jose Farmer, I've read books by before. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one uh, is a story that I've heard about for years, but I've never read it. And Sherlock Holmes basically meets Lord Greystoke. Okay. You know who Lord Greystoke is? From the books. I mean, as far as his character in Sherlock Holmes. No. Isn't he like... Lord Greystoke is Tarzan. Oh, my bad. Um, well, who is it that I'm thinking about? <clears throat> I don't know. Who's the, who's the villain in... <laughs> Moriarty? Okay. Anyway, continue. <laughs> yes. So, uh, you know, this is the story. Now, I bought this book because I've always wanted to read it, and it wasn't too bad. It's priced at nine ninety five. Um, you Which know, is I, a, for that a kind decent, of book, yeah, you know, yeah. So, you know, a couple of days reading, and then I started to flip through it. Um, and the first thing I noticed was that they count all the little stuff at the beginning, you know, as pages. Which, all right, that's okay. whatever. They count the cover, you know. They so count the cover. On, on, so on page 15, right, there's a forward. Okay. Okay. That lasts a few pages. And then when you flip through, you notice that every chapter has a blank page facing it. Okay? That and it's double space, but okay. Right. So it, the story starts on page 21. Okay? <laughs> the story actually ends on page 124. Now, that's, but if that's you take 100 out, and, 103 pages. But if you take now, out now look, all look the, the other... Book now. Oh so my I, gosh, that's about it's half like the another book. half. So what's the other half of the book? Yeah. All right. Well, we skip you know blank pages. Then there's uh, editor's comments. Okay. That's a few pages. Then there's an afterward. Okay. Okay. That's several pages, see? And, and then there's a coming blank. soon. Okay. It has a preview <laughs> of this other book called The Hound of the D'Urbervilles. Uh-huh. That is the rest of the book. No, 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 no. That is that much. Okay. So right, which, like, again, we still have about, you know, about a fifth of the book to go. Yeah. So the last fifth of the book is ads yes. for other books. Now, it's not even an ad on every page, though. It's a blank page, ad, blank page, ad, blank page, ad. So they so were really, really just looking to fill Really, I paid $10 for a 100-page story. It's not even 100 pages. Well, it's 103. No, even when... From 21 to 124. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, if you extract the blank pages... Well, that is true. It's even less than that. It's even less than that, yeah. <laughs> that is true. I'm not even... I'm not sure if it qualifies as a novella. It may be a short story. 
Uh, you know, I don't know what the word count of it is. You know, I would think it might be a novella. But, Definitely not a novel. So I have I have not actually started reading it yet. <laughs> you know, but my first thought was because there's a whole bunch of books in this series. Mm-hmm. Um, the world's greatest detective returns. The further adventures. Um, but I, I kind of feel like I was ripped off. I wonder. I wonder if that is actually on iBooks or something to see if it's the same price. I don't know, but uh, you know, I mean. I mean, I'm going to read it. I'm sure I will enjoy it because Philip Jose Farmer is pretty good, and I've heard this story is really good. Um, but I, I'm not sure I would have bought it if I'd known it was 100 pages for $10. <laughs> I mean, you would I, expect I thought, to I, thought for... I was getting like a 220, 234-page story. Yeah. Um, so I just wanted to discuss that because uh, last night I, I, I decided this is what I was going to read next. I had finished my Nazi book. And I flipped through it, and I was like, what the hell? You know, I was like, huh. So I had to show it to Carrie, and... and uh, Okay, I don't I don't see it here. Yeah, the Peerless Peer, that's what it's called. Yeah, I'm saying I, I don't but, see um, it in iBooks. There's a lot of things not in iBooks. Yeah, well, I know that, but yeah. at least I can find the stuff I need in iBooks, so I'm okay. Yeah, that's because it's kind of like your thing of, you know, I only list certain channels on my, my dish... Oh, I never miss anything else. It's because you never know it's there. <laughs> I mean, if you ate only bread, butter, and day-old meat, and you didn't know anything else existed, you'd be like, who needs anything else? Yeah. I get everything I need. I get bread, butter, and day-old meat. But I find what I'm looking but then, for then generally But then you eat at Chick-fil-A, on... and you're like, why the hell is Chick-fil-A not on my diet? <sighs> they have other books by him, but not that one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, by the way, this morning, you know, when I was struggling to get out of bed, mm-hmm. among the things I was doing, because normally in the morning I have my procedure, get up and check, you know, the various things on my phone. So I'll look to see the weather. Um, I, I have an order to it. So I check the weather and I'll check the calendar to see mm-hmm. what's going on that day. Then I'll look at people to see if there's any stories that I missed. And then I will look to see if there are any games that I need to move in. Um, and then I'll check Facebook if there's, you know, if there's a notation or something on there and then I'll check email. Yeah. So that's my process in the morning. But this morning I was like really not wanting to get out of the bed and I decided to look up a book on speed reading because I mean, I know that people are capable of doing Mm -hmm. it, that kind of stuff, but I've never learned how. And in one of the descriptions of, I think the book I ultimately got we're talking about, you know, how oftentimes people, the average person reads between 100 to 200 words per minute. And what they do is it's as if they're reading to themselves out loud, but in their head. And that's pretty much how I read. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, it was saying that, you know, that's really not very efficient. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to see. It's only the one that I bought was only 40 pages. So I want to see what I gather from that. So you're going to try and teach yourself how to speed read? Mm-hmm. Because uh, I've never tried it before. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I didn't know it was anything that you had to learn. I mean, because I mean, I've speed read stuff before, and I, I still feel like I get all the pertinent stuff out of it, you know? Um, Maybe it's different for you. I don't know. Well, you'll have to tell me, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I definitely will. Well, definitely will. Um, I guess we'll move into uh, Barry's Comics Corner. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week, I have Justice League 
number six. Uh, this is from the uh, New 52, of course, DC Comics. Uh, and it's written by Jeff Johns, drawn by Jim Lee, uh, inked by Scott Williams. And, you know, I've really been enjoying uh, the Justice League. Um, this first arc um, is set five years in the past. So this is the origin story for the Justice League. Not the origin story for the individual members, but it's how they Just come together. Up. Okay. And uh, in the first storyline, they end up fighting Darkseid. Um, you know, and my, my biggest complaint with the story has been that Darkseid shows up in like the end of number four or something like that, and then he's in five and six, and he really doesn't say that much other than, you know, I'm Darkseid <laughs> and, you know, yield and that kind of stuff. And so even though I know who Darkseid is, and he's very cool and, and imposing in this, I do wish there had been a little bit more characterization of him. Okay. Um, a lot of characterization of the Justice Leaguers in this arc, though, and I've really liked most of it. Um, you know, got Green Lanterns being portrayed as as kind of the uh, the arrogant jerk kind of character, cocky, you know, and all this kind of stuff. Um, I've liked that. Now, this issue, being the end of the first arc, features lots and lots of fighting. There's a lot of fighting. That's, very, that's pretty um, artwork. Yeah, I like Jim Lee a lot. Um... He draws very pretty girls, and so it makes me wonder why there's only one girl on the team. Um, you know, this being a fight book, though, uh, you know, I don't. I like his. Honestly, I think his artwork is best when people are standing around posing. Oh, he, not action shots. Cool. Okay. Well, you know, some of his action shots. I mean, it's exciting, but you know, it makes for quick reading, and there's lots of lines and explosions and pullback shots where people are really tiny, so you can see all the stuff going on. And um, and I just don't think it's you know the best. Um, there's lots of splash pages too. Best way of showing his artwork, you know. But I mean, it's still good. Um, I'm not too keen on his Aquaman with the little necklace and the mutton chops. <laughs> I'm not too keen on that, but that's okay. Uh, there was one really funny moment at the end where Flash names the team and he wants to call them the Super Seven, and of course that's kind of funny since of course that doesn't stick. Mm -hmm. Um. It was a good first storyline. I enjoyed it. I'm curious to see what happens in the next issue when they jump ahead to the present. Um, this one also has a backup story in it called, um, simply called Pandora. It's written by Jeff Johns and drawn by Carlos Donda. I hope I said that correctly. Um, and it stars Pandora, obviously enough, who was in the Flashpoint last issue. That was the series that kicked off the New 52. You see her face um, kind of over the image of the new universe being born. And then in the first month of the New 52, she's in every issue. She's in every number one issue in the background. Okay. She never says anything, but like, you know, there'll be like a crowd shot. Oh, there she is standing in the crowd. So is her there character kind of like based on the story about Pandora's box? Well, I'm assuming? that was the, the assumption. In this issue, they pretty much say that because they, okay. uh, the Phantom Stranger, who's an older character, shows up and they basically have a whole conversation about how she's dangerous and she needs okay. to give the box. Because yeah, when you to were him. saying, oh yeah, and, the, and just um, the fact that you were saying she shows up in different. Right. And um, he makes vague references to somebody called the Third Center is still out there and all this kind of stuff. Um, a lot of people are wondering who she is, and you know she looks just like an old character called Zealot uh, in terms of the facial tattoos, the fact she wears red, she has the white hair, all this kind of stuff. But she doesn't act anything like that. If it is Zealot, they've certainly change the character entirely. Mm -hmm. But I'm real curious, um, you know, what's going to happen here. There's lots of strange talking 
uh, here. Like, you know, she tells the Phantom Stranger, you know, if you stay in my way, um, I'll do worse to you. I know your true name. I'll tell the world who the Phantom Stranger really is. I will be released from my curse, but only after I find and imprison the strange. So there's lots of things, you know, it's like, what the hell's the strange? Who's the third <laughs> sinner? You know, who's the phantom stranger really? All They're this kind of stuff. locked in there. It's well, like, you know, I guess. Yeah. You know, um, but it was still good. I, I think the Justice League book is exactly what it's supposed to be, which is a big uh, popcorn summer action adventure kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works for that. You know, if you're looking for Watchmen, it's not that kind of thing. This is um, very exciting stuff. Big, bombastic explosions, that kind of thing. Um, so I would give this, you know, for what it is, um, I would give it a five out of five. Really? Oh, okay. Um, Figured you'd say like four and a half or something. Yeah, and you know, and, and, and you know, again, you have to compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges. So, mm-hmm. you know, I would say Watchmen was a five out of five. I'd say this is a five out of five. That does not mean I think this is as weighty as Watchmen. Yeah. This just means that, you know, for what it is, um, you know, I think it's a, a perfect example of, of what it's supposed to be. Um, so, you know, the artwork's good. The story was good. It was good. So... Now, I think we have a LaToya thing today. Uh, yeah, for once. Um, <laughs> I um, obtained <laughs> the first issue of one of the... Um, side series of fables um, called Ferris. Now, based on the cover, I assumed that the inside pages would have a lot about the chicks. That's what I would assume. I'd assume yeah, it's no. about the pretty girls. No. Who's I it mean, about? it's all men in this one. You see one woman. Are they or pretty two. men? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, could they see, be the fairest men? You see um, a chick once or twice. But, I mean, it's the same person. See? But it's not till toward the latter part of the, the mm-hmm. um, not comic, but you're not looking. I mean, I flipped through it. Oh. Anyway. I gave it to you. Well, I, <laughs> um, it was a good read, just like most everything else with, with Bill Willingham. Wicking, Willingham. Willingham, yeah. It's, um. And what's the name of this artist? On the inside. So I know Philomena did the cover. The artist... I don't know. Well, I see the cover. But Pencils and variant cover. It says that Philomena did the interiors. Oh, nice. Okay, because I think they said, though, that there was something I read where it was like, oh, such and such came Oh, you're right. I think the cover is actually Adam Hughes. That's yeah. That's what it looks like. But that someone apparently came back for the um, first issue only because they, yeah, they hype it here too. And yeah, fan favorite artist Phil um, Phil Jimenez returns to Vertigo to pencil the opening storyline. Mm. So, I'm, a, I'm a big Phil Jimenez fan. Um, but yeah, the, it was, despite the title, it was about Aladdin, <laughs> Prince of Thieves. Um, he finds what he thought was a... Um, genie but apparently he's not a genie he's called something else which is like lesser than a genie um um was it a daijin Dijin? Dijin. so yeah that's what he is um basically as he says a bottle imp 
Um, so it's kind of them getting together, um, Aladdin not really wanting him around because he talks a lot. Um, so he's looking for treasure and all that fun stuff, as would Aladdin. There's a small side story, which I don't... I don't know how that's going to go because it's like they kill that character off. So I'm like, I assume it has to do something with the with the series because you wouldn't introduce something like that and then just be like, okay, well, that was just something that happened. Yeah. Um, But it, there was some really cool lines in there. Um, the, the bottle imp <laughs> um, has these discussions with Al Aladdin um, of which... He was talking about, he was telling him to take care of his lamp because he had all this priceless stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And of which, um, his collection of all eight seasons of Inappropriately Touched by an Angel. <laughs> <laughs> and then the first six seasons of Firefly, um, he didn't bother getting season seven with the new skipper. He sucked. But, you know, for those people who watch Firefly or just into that kind of stuff. That was a nice little shout out. Um, but it was, it was okay. Um, now, whereas you like this type of paper, to mm -hmm. me it feels more like, you know, it's like a newsprint type of Oh, well, it's not newsprint. Feel. No, I'm just saying, it's, compared it's a thicker to, paper. Yeah, compared to yours, I like the glossier paper. Yeah. This, That's much nicer. This always makes, well, much like newsprint, it feels like it's going to end up on my fingers. So, um, but I think I might actually continue reading this series, despite the fact that I need to go back and reread Fables, since I'm so behind. But it, it was good. Um, Storyline, I would give probably a three and a half, because I'm not really sure where they're going with that side story. Um, the artwork, I would certainly give, um, a four and a half, because there's some of the, some of it that I'm not really keen on. Um, the cover, I would give maybe a three and a half, but as a whole, I would say the, this one was like a three and a half for me. It was decent. It sparked, in, you know, one's interest, but you mm. don't know where it's going to go. So you're not... No, I said I'll probably continue to read it, but with this first one, I don't know how to really interpret it. Hmm. So, I mean, it was good. I mean, the art's beautiful. Yeah, four and a half. And the story's good? Yeah, the story's good. But I told you there's two different stories going on, mm -hmm. and then one of them, they like kill the person and I assume it will play into something else because you wouldn't mention and just stuff. from the, the you know from the way you described it I would have figured you'd give it a four well I said three and a half I was just I mean, what what drug it down for you this the additional side story uh -huh. um, not feeling where it's place will be ultimately I didn't like that um, but yeah I think that was pretty much what drove it from a four to a three and a half you should read. I mean, you know. I really like the uh, the paper. I wish uh, all the details on this paper. Yeah, no. This is nice. It's a it's a thicker paper. Um, it's not as uh, likely to pick up, uh, you know, fingerprints. Well, I prefer the, the fingerprints to getting the ink 
on you kind of thing. Ink, ink is a beautiful thing. Ink is a, is a substantial thing. And it, well, okay. Well, you are old school, so. Stuff should come off books and onto me. Stuff from me should not go onto books. <laughs> okay, I guess I can kind of see that. But it also said somewhere in here about Vertigo offering something online. They re redid their site or something, and you're going to mm -hmm. be able to do yeah. digital. Yeah. Um, and the DC Comics website was revamped as well. Um, I, I have not tried it yet. I think that if you click the, the buy digital, it takes you to the Comicsology thing. I don't think you buy it straight from the DC site. I could be wrong. Um, and just like I know that it says you can subscribe to the DC titles on it. And I have not tried that either, but I know somebody who was commenting on the website the other day said that what it actually does is take you to a, a find a local comic shop thing. Oh, here we go. Um, the new vertigocomics.com yeah. launches this month, so I don't know if it's launched actually... now. Okay. The DC site launched two days ago, and I think Vertigo went live the same day. Huh. I did see while I was looking at that stuff on iBooks, they were pushing Marvel on iBooks. Mm -hmm. Graphic novels, I guess, you can actually get through iBooks. But yeah, um, well, so you'll actually be reading it. But but now, it's it's a spinoff of a series you're not up on anymore. I know, which was my so maybe favorite you should series. maybe you should catch up on that one in case I, I'm if it's a spinoff at some point they'll cross over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously. Well, I was I mean, surprised. They even that did that with Jack, I think, when it, that Jack series was going on. I was very surprised actually with the characters that they're using in this spinoff. Because in some cases, they're, they're so ingrained in the main series mm -hmm. that it's weird to see them off to the side. So it says that this is going to include Sleeping Beauty, Rapunzel, Cinderella, the Snow Queen, Thumbelina, Snow White, and Rose Red. I'm like, Snow White and Rose Red is yeah. main characters in the other series. So, I don't know. It looks really... It looks, like I said, I'm interested. So... Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. When I saw the, it there, I was like, yeah. But I actually flipped through it, and when I saw how nice the artwork on the inside was, I was like, oh. <laughs> Well, I appreciate you bringing it my way. And it's at least one of the lesser costing. It's um, a wraparound cover. Yes, which is kind of nice. I was like, there's this naked chick, though, see? It's covered by... I assume Lady Godiva. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, the Justice League book is three ninety nine, but of course it has a backup. Also, so it's you know yeah this one's two ninety nine so yeah two ninety nine is about as cheap as you can find yes um, and it and it is monthly right yeah so and right now I don't read any uh, Vertigo books but I'm about to start one called Saucer Country which they advertised in the mm -hmm. back of that one um, what's that about uh it's about this uh lady who uh is a I think she's in like the state legislature or something in Arizona or running for office. Anyway, she gets um, abducted by aliens and comes back right away. But her memory's fuzzy about what happened, and she gets obsessed with the you know UFOs and starts hanging out with other people who say they were abducted and and that kind of stuff. Um, some of the people involved in it are folks I like on other things. Oh, okay. Um, so D Vertigo's launching several new titles right now. There's Fairest. Um, there's one uh, called uh, I forget her name. 
Anyway, the voodoo queen of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget her name. Uh, she's a famous character. Um, also, uh, Saucer Country, the New Dead Wardians, um, several things. Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about the fact that yesterday was a legendary day, which you didn't really care too much about. You were doing other things. At first, I was, uh, you're talking about the Apple thing? Yeah. Okay. I mean, what, what else? Why would it be a legendary day? Because every time they do an Apple event, it's legendary. Because they, I mean, it's like each time they introduce I mean, look, something. If, if, they, if, if a robot walked out on stage with a little TV screen head and it had Steve Jobs' face on it and it was iJobs, okay, they had like <laughs> downloaded his consciousness into the machine. Which would be so cool. That would be legendary. The fact they're they're tweaking the iPad too. It's not, it's not just legendary. tweaking. It is I tweaking. Mean, I mean, there it's... are tweaks to it, but the thing. Come on, really? It's not a. It's not as as much of a redesign as. Oh, here's iPad One. Anyway, they're calling I mean, it. They're the, tweaking it. They've it, added components to it. I mean, there is. They've improved the, um, the pixels on right. the camera. That's a tweak. There's now a full retina display that is better than just someone's standard right. HD TV. So they tweaked that to be better. Seriously? It, it so like less. everything is going to be like, oh, it's just a tweak. Well, it's I mean, it is. Tweak. It's like when they bring out the new iPhone. I mean, they're tweaking the pre-existing technology. But yeah, it's still they're Apple, though, it. and it's still legendary. Because I'm I like, I just think it's exciting. Well, No! <laughs> It is because it always, I mean, they're leading the way in so many things. And right. so when they launch it, I'm like, okay, this is the beginning of ellipses, you know? So for me, it's legendary. And the fact that I'm like there to kind of semi-experience when they roll out something new. Um, but I do want you know, one. In, in my lifetime, I think, you know, seeing the Berlin Wall fall something that I was I was thrilled to have seen. Well, you yeah. see the unveiling of iPad 3. It's not legendary. Which technically, it's just <laughs> the new iPad. Um, but I'm still going to call it iPad 3. Because, I mean, it makes no sense to call it the new iPad. It's like, okay, so the next version will, will be what? The new, new iPad? Or the newer iPad. Whatever they... And they'll be the tend, newest iPad. Whatever they decide to call it. You know, if it is like iPod, not iPad 4 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of commentary about that fact. You know, it's like people had speculated that given what he said, um, Tim Cook said in this speech, that the the name would be similar to that of well, they would shift from the numbering of the iPads and go into something kind of like what Windows have done with, like, Vista and, you know, like, assign them, actually, mm-hmm. um, real names, almost like... Like the iPad Legendary. <laughs> yes, like the iPad Legendary. Yeah. But, yeah, it is the new iPad. It is smaller than so one next, and next two. Next like, the, the iPad OMFG. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Um, but yeah, it is 8 inches instead of 10, which, you know, I do know that Steve Jobs wasn't a fan of reducing the size. Um, he thinks he thought that, you know, the 10-inch was perfect for a tablet. Um, but no, I'm, I'm wanting it. I don't, like, personally, I'm not going to buy it because I'm trying to pay down my debt. <laughs> and I still have a one. I've had one that I love. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't. I mean, I have the one, and I I don't see any need to. 
I don't see any need to move up unless my one's going to stop working with stuff. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, I think that, and um, obviously, I think that they're starting to design it for more of the two and the new. Um, but I haven't seen any apps so far that I've been interested in. And I don't look at the ones I'm not interested in, so I don't know. <laughs> and none of the ones I've looked looked at have said anything like oh, "will not work with iPad one." Um, I've had one. I've seen some that said they were optimized for two. Yeah, but they were fine on one. I have one app that doesn't work on the iPad one because it's it's um the Path app for the that social network. You are and, on so many social networks for such an antisocial person. Yes. But that app, I managed to I get on I tried to sign there. up for Pinterest the other day. Though. Did you? I'm on a waiting list. Oh, I should have sent you my invite from Krista. Um, or just ask Krista to send you an invite. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'll just wait until whenever they say I can join, you know. But uh, I was somewhat curious, although apparently all you do is pin pictures you like. Yeah. It's well, like I, things of interest. Yeah, I can um, do that. So, yeah, there are, I mean, it's huge. I didn't <laughs> yeah. realize it would get to where it is, but I, I don't have an interest in yeah. You know, I was like... I was going to try it. Yeah, no, I didn't even want to try it, so... I'm, I'm shocked the way you dive <laughs> in with both feet into things like the Path, <sighs> Google+, Plus, your uh, Streamify, uh, Which they're about to push Facebook, out the next release. Um, what else are you whatever. on? Whatever. Well, I'm, I'm saying sure there's with other things, Whatever. Too. Tumblr. Tumblr. Um, with, <laughs> <laughs> with the Path, though, I'd originally gotten it on then the phone. Then you have phone. a blog... You have multiple WordPress, blogs. Yeah. You have multiple blogs. Because I stopped doing Blogger. Right. So it's You even have the one that nobody can see. Although I, I see it. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, so the path, that app doesn't work. I'd gotten it on there originally, and then when I re-synced it or whatever, it was like, yeah, no, you can't have this app because, which doesn't make any sense. It's only because I think that it has a, like, you can take pictures. And it's like, why can't it just not have that functionality? There's yeah. other things in there that don't involve Yeah, I've a got a couple of apps that, um, or, or there's a part where you can take a picture to incorporate into it. Of course, mine doesn't. Right. But it just, you click, nothing happens, you know. And I'd prefer that if yeah. it just, you know, doesn't work. But not to say, not to be like, you can't have it on your iPad because, you know, it's like, no, you can, the majority of what you have to do in Path doesn't involve pictures. So. How many people are in, on your Path? Um, I don't know what you call four it. Four or five, yeah. Hmm. But that's it. And really, the only but the, reason... But that's the point, is to only have... Like smaller, a, yeah, groupings. But it's like, well, how do you convince your close <laughs> friends to yeah. move over to a network that, you know... It's, like, it's only like five people. I'll just like create like an email list and send you my pictures and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm seriously. It's like, why do I need a... Well, the, I mean, um, at Facebook, I need, I need it because I can't keep up with 600 people. Yeah. But if it's only like four people, hell, why don't I just call you or something? Well, it's a beautiful interface. And that was part of what I... um liked about it there you go and you get to do all sorts of really cool stuff take a picture so you're posting the same stuff there for the most part well yeah what i'm doing a lot of the times is if i want to post to like twitter and facebook um i'll post through the path because it gives you options with posting on different social networks um so you can do facebook you can keep it to yourself, <laughs> but you can do Facebook, you can do Twitter, Tumblr, and Foursquare, which are all networks I use, but 
because there's no web interface for the, the path, there used to be. Because I remember when I first joined, you could access it online. They're, they've said that their primary focus right now is just as a mobile type of experience. Mm-hmm. And I've said it even to the creator of Streamified that it's frustrating that you really like these apps. There's no web side of it. Because I'm like, I spend all day in front of the computer. I'm not you know, in the mood to pick up my phone to punch out what I want or... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll probably ultimately get rid of Path, but I, you know, I don't post everything. Google, Google Plus is basically dead, right? Depending on who you talk to. I mean, everything I've read says, you know, that it's been a disaster and didn't work. Well, I did post that article about, you yeah. know, the fact that, yeah, it, it, there's, people don't spend that much time on it. Um, you know, I think that had they come out earlier in the game mm-hmm. they probably would have done better because i mean i like that it's integrated into google you know i like the google inter- integration but then again too it's almost like google and apple are you know um not allies the opposite enemies <laughs> Sorry. the opposite of allies. yes that's so uh... i mean you know but it's because of the integration factor there's not much in the way of um, Google stuff that, you know, you can do on the iPhone that's more native than what you would do be able to do on an Android. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I might need to try and move away from my Google dependence at some point, but I don't know. I still like it right now. I hate the interface. Of of Google Plus? Go- the ma- well, Google Plus, yes. It's very stark. Well, you know, I went there and I was like, it's ugly. Yeah. I didn't see, I I wasn't, I'm not a huge fan of the circles. But it's just like with Facebook and your and the list, list. But I don't use the list because I don't like that either. Yeah, I'm going to probably start trying to do some lists. Yeah. See, I mean, so, I mean, the, the fact I, I understand I can do the similar things to Facebook, but I don't because I don't like it there either. And well, so I mean, Google Plus see, is all about it. Yeah, and you can see that they based stuff on Facebook's um, layout. The older mm-hmm. one, not the newer stuff. I think whatever's going to replace Facebook will be as different from Facebook as Facebook was from MySpace. Yeah. Doing something that is basically Facebook, only dressed up differently, is not going to kill Facebook. No. no. It has to be... And now, Pinterest, I think, is getting a lot of attention and stuff, because it is different. And it's, it's a, a different niche thing. type thing. Yeah, it's a you niche know. thing. Because um, apparently I've read an article where Facebook had also pushed something like that like and then within a day or two they pulled it off. It was a little thing called interests, and you could, yeah, it was it was gone so fast that it. yeah, no, no one probably does. But I think it was they rolled it out when they rolled out. I don't know, whatever. But it's gone. But yeah, I mean, much like Twitter is and Pinterest, they're kind of niche type mm-hmm. types of um social networking. So, um. The only reason why at this point I'm continuing to hold on to Twitter is not so much because I need it, but there are a few people that follow me on Twitter that don't really use Facebook that much. Some of the people who uh, follow me on Twitter, it's like, why are you following me? It's like the same post on Facebook. Well, no, no, no. I mean, yesterday. like people you don't know? Well, like yesterday, History Magazine, the official magazine of the History Channel, followed me. Wow. And so, you know, I followed them back. 
you know, at Valiant Comics, like, uh, you know, three weeks ago, followed yeah. me. Like, what the hell is that? I mean, why would they? I mean, I, it seems like I would be following them. Yeah, and, and is, I am. It does I mean, seem generally, weird. if they're a real person, mm-hmm. if they seem to be a real person or entity and they follow me, I follow them back because that's polite. Yeah, people. the past couple of days I've been getting a lot of the spam ones. But I get a lot ones. of the spam ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it pisses me off if I follow you and you're a real person and you do not follow me back. <laughs> that is yes, rude. Appropriate, the etiquette dictates that. Yeah. I do like that about Facebook that if I friend. Robert Duncan McNeil, who played, you know, Tom Paris on Star Trek Voyager. You're presumably it's, it's a, he's mine. Right. Yeah. It's a mutual thing. It's As opposed to on Twitter, Twitter yeah. where I'm following him and he doesn't follow me back. Well fuck you. You can beat that. <gasps> no, I'm not gonna beep it. That, no. <laughs> I told you it's I don't rude. edit the show. It's rude, Robert wow. Duncan McNeil. Although I'm still gonna follow you. <laughs> well, I mean he's a celebrity. I can understand with like Celebrities, but celebrities friend me on Facebook. I'm friends with lots of celebrities on Facebook. Well, yeah, but and now, 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 you really want to know what gets me? Oh my I know gosh, why. are people I that really are Facebook don't friends know, with me? But, uh-huh. They're Facebook friends with me, and then I follow them on Twitter. They don't follow me back. Well, they figure that you know you already. Why the hell am I following you then? You you said oh follow me on Twitter. I said okay follow you. Should I really have to say follow me back? Is <laughs> you that, is that, how, is that it. how this works? But I mean, sometimes you don't want to follow the person, even though they, you know, followed you. So that's why like, I prefer Facebook. <laughs> that you know? once you say accept, and, and I know they can. have that whole thing where you can subscribe to them now, but you know, I don't do that. Yeah, and I don't. I, do and that I don't either. have it. Set, I don't have it set up so anybody can subscribe to me. I haven't said that you, you can. Want, you want but... to be my Facebook friend? Send me a friend request. You want to know what's going on in my life and don't want me to be your friend? No. <laughs> well, I do have subscribers, which I think is interesting. I think it automatically, if you opt into it, subscribe the people that you maybe remove from your friend list so they end up in your subscriptions. So if um, I unfriend them, they would still see what's going on? They, would, ha- they would have the option of, you know, huh. subscribing to your or whatever. So what I've been doing is the things that are not personal and like if I post links, you know, or whatever, I make that public. And yeah. so the people who subscribe to me would then see all of that stuff, but they don't see the other stuff. I should apologize for Robert Duncan McNeil. I actually enjoy his tweets. Uh, he ticks people off all the time, but really? I, actually his politics and mine agree. Um, oh, and I see, I wouldn't even have thought that you yeah. would follow him, let alone. Yeah. He, had, he has very interesting tweets. But, um, yeah. I well, still, th- I, I I still think, think people should follow. I do think it's hilarious because much like with Facebook, I mean, I remember it clear as day when I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to sign up but, for Facebook. You know, I, I have thought about and... getting rid of my tweet, my Twitter thing <laughs> because, I mean, I, I, I spend a good bit of time looking at other people's tweets, mm-hmm. but I don't see any need. When, when I do tweet something, Right. Occasionally, other people will retweet it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but there's not much in the way of real conversation. I mean, you can I mean, respond you can. to a tweet. Yeah, you can. But like, if I post the same thing on Facebook, I get like sixty responses. Twitter, Twitter, to me, just seems like I don't know. It still seems pointless, and I hate the limit. Yeah, that limit. I run it yeah. against that limit all the time. Well, see, you know, and then with it forces me, me to use I like use, newspeak because yeah. I have to like trim my words. Well, and, no, I use 
you know, with me, oh, I that use annoys me. Alternate apps I do that not does like, the um, and I short. I refuse to read any of yours that do that. Sometimes <laughs> I'll be reading yours and it'll like cut off in the middle of a word, and I'm like, well, hell, I guess I'll just never know how it ends. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I but, am not going to click on it to go somewhere else. But no, what I was saying, I think it's funny because I remember how the day I came in and said I'm going to do, uh, I figured I'd sign up for Facebook mm -hmm. because my mom had had an account and I was like, how is it that my mom has one before I do? Because um, I'd, you know, been avoiding the whole Facebook thing for a mm -hmm. while. Um, and then I told you, you should. And, you know, at first you're like, I don't do any Facebook. And then, you know, when you did sign up, I think was probably later that day. And then from there forward, it was like you were like into yeah, Facebook. Cool. I'm still not into Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I, I can understand why. And I mean, you it's know, just... like in mine, obviously the thing, the only things that are different on Facebook versus Twitter is that, you know, I can, I tweet my Foursquare stuff, you know, yeah. where I am, that kind of stuff, and which you, it gives you the you option what to do you're it listening on, to. on, yes. Uh, that's through my um, tune-up program. And, you know, it's strange because even though I have, I'm following like 260 people on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And I have like 600 and something people I'm friends with on Facebook. To me, the volume of crap on Twitter? is 10 times greater on Twitter. Well, that's kind of what partially, Twitter's for. <laughs> partially because a lot of people, um, they'll do like five tweets in a row mm -hmm. in order to get out all that they want to say <laughs> when they could have made one post on Facebook. Um, well, I mean, Twitter's less And intimate. people tweet just crap. Well, yeah, they do. You know? And that's what, one somebody, of the things I don't like. Somebody just tweeted five tweets in the last hour about how they wish that Burger King delivered. What? Then they are going to go to Burger King. Uh-huh. Then they got to Burger King and people were rude. And, and what, they ate at Burger King? <laughs> and it's just like, you know, I don't, Really? I mean, you know, look, sometimes I'll, I'll tweet something I find interesting. Like, yeah. oh, I went to Burger King and something happened. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't usually tweet that. I actually tweet only about writing stuff. But um, and I'll post something like that on Facebook. Mm -hmm. But damn it, it's going to be interesting. It's not going to be, oh, I think I'm going to go to Dairy Queen. Well, like I and said, then 30 minutes Twitter later, I'm me, at Dairy Queen. <laughs> Twitter Five to minutes me later, feels mm, less intimate this than barbecue Facebook. sandwich at Dairy Queen <laughs> is the bomb. <laughs> Two minutes later, gives me heartburn, though. <laughs> you know, it's just like... Yeah, it's two different purposes. I, I, and that's it. I don't understand the purpose of Twitter. I don't get it. <laughs> because people say, oh, it's so much faster. It's easier. Yeah. And it's like, not really. Because you're, I have, you're I have to reduce my just, faults yeah. to like a little teeny tiny thing, which actually takes me more time because then I have to go back and, and make it fit. <laughs> um, and, and other people just I'd, tweet. I'd, well, yeah, and that's I, the, I, I, that I, is the one thing like that I, I wish you could actually... Um, you know, mute conversations and yeah. stuff in, tw in Twitter. Because I'm like, there's people I don't want to really, like, follow because they post all sorts of stuff all the time. But Well, and see, and I feel like, you know, I, I try and do something every day. Mm -hmm. So otherwise I feel like, why, is, why do I have it? And some days, though, lately I've been just retweeting. Which is what most people appear to be doing. You know, if I, if I took out all the retweets from my Twitter feed, mm -hmm. I think there would be like half of them gone. Because everybody else is retweeting. And so sometimes I'll see like so-and-so retweeted something from so-and-so. And I'm already friends with that other person. So I get them and the retweet. Yeah. And then I'll retweet it. And then somebody else. Yeah, it's just like, what are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? And I mean, the interface of Twitter is not such that it makes it easy for someone to understand too. You know, why, why it is that you're seeing like the same post by, you know. It, it's just, it's not as 
user-friendly as Facebook, although Facebook is, well, more user-friendly than Twitter. <laughs> yes. put it that way. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, I have the Twitter. The Twitter. <laughs> Sounds so old. You have Twitter. And my Twitter feed is actually, you know, I actually um, have it on my, my website. So the things okay. that I tweet are on there. Which is um, cool. You know, and so actually, I guess, you know, you don't have to follow me. You can you're going to see what I'm reading. And... But uh, it would be polite if you're on Twitter. Oh, my gosh. Uh, you know, Jerry O'Connell. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, have not, I have not even looked for him on Twitter. Um, I'm not Facebook friends with him either. He was on Tosh. They mentioned him. Well, yeah, they show a picture of him. And they mention. basically implied they wish he would die. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm sure that like, made yeah. your day. But what I, in my head, I was just thinking, see? I'm not the only one. Okay? I think if people had a gun to their heads, the majority of people on earth would say, yes, Jerry O'Connell needs to go. And, yeah, <laughs> I, I just... Even, I, even the people... Uh, there'd be a lot of folks who would be like, you know, I don't know who that is. Then you show a picture of him, and they're like, oh, that guy. <laughs> yeah, okay, he can go. Yeah. No, I still don't feel the same way that you do about him. So, I mean, you, you like him. Yeah, I kind of like him. See, and, I, and I, didn't I say that on that episode? He seems like the kind of guy you would like. Yes, you, like, you did. You like those kind of people. <laughs> Whatever. I think we should be wrapping it up. This was actually, what, the first episode of season six? I don't know. I think this episode sucked. I don't think it fully sucked. Maybe partly sucked. Yeah, I just, I don't, about halfway through the episode, I was sitting here and I was going, you know what, this episode is horrible. Well, I started tuning out <laughs> when you were doing your comic thing, I was like, oh. and I tuned out while you were doing yours, so it was alright. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's like 30 minutes in, and I'm like, what in the world are we doing? <laughs> we should just be like, once we, once we are, you know, over at yeah, we're done today. Yeah, <laughs> I started on. about 40 minutes in, I was like, yeah, let's just go and wrap up. <laughs> yeah, but I mean... So, we were supposed to do something like spectacular on this new season. Yeah. You know, we were going to bring back chumps or whatever. So I assumed that maybe we would stump each other each week. You know, like. You stump me every day. Every day, at least once, you tell me something you've done. And I'm like. No. What? No. Uh-uh. Yes, almost not, every day. No. Don't even. You're almost exaggerating. Every day. You know I'm not. No, the you only are. days you don't stump me are the days when we don't talk to each other. <laughs> Occasionally, like on a Saturday, we'll go the whole Saturday without texting or anything. Mm-hmm. You know. But Those no, days was, I'm not stumped. I was thinking that, like, you know, say next week's show, you stump me, and then the next week I try to stump you, and we just, you know, kind of go with that. I know on Uber Geese we're going to be shaking it up a little bit. We're not going to do Cover of the Week anymore. Why, why are we talking about Uber Geese? We're going to do something else. So what made you decide not to do the covers? Well, Kiri says that most of the people who've taught it her, so they listen to about half of the first show, and then they stop. They'll go back and listen to it. She's convinced it's cover the week kills it. Um, well, I mean, I, I told said, well, you, you know, it was the first because, week it was just a big stack. Yeah. You know, but, but I told um, you it was because you know you guys need to post the pictures. Well, we did. You, we did okay. on the episode two. Okay. See, that again, I'm behind. Know. Yeah, I told yeah. you I'm behind. Um, so this time I think I'm going to do basically what I do here. I'm going to pick out one one book. It's going to be a different book. And I'm going to review that on there. So you're basically like copying our format for another show that you're <laughs> yeah. No, it's like for people who listen to me, it'll be like, hey, it's another segment of Barry's Comics Corner. So now you'll get two comics from me a week reviewed. 
And, I, and again, it's not like I'm doing the same one. I thought oh, about, oh, I can do the same different. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, tonight I'm, I think I'm going to review um, Batman Beyond Unlimited number one. Okay. Which is based upon the Batman Beyond cartoon. Oh, okay. Uh, which I never watched much. Um, but the comic book's pretty good. But I'm not going to tell you anymore because you have to tune into Uber Geeks. Oh, a teaser. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, though, it'll be funny because I think uh, I think we should have like a, as you a guest. That'd be lame. I got a text from Joel. I haven't responded to it yet. Um, Why is he texting you? He totally always like ignores me. I've talked to him several times today. Uh, that uh, he and Rebecca really like the show, and if they ever want to have guest couples, they want to be on. Oh my gosh! So that'd be cool. Yeah. That's. Man, I feel so insignificant. <laughs> I just invited you to be a guest on Uber Geeks. Yeah, but... I know you're going to come on and deny being a Trekkie, though. Yes, absolutely. And then what I'll do, though, is I'll, like, I'll do like Star Trek trivia with you. And I won't get, get any all of them. them. Nope. No, because it'll, it'll all be Voyager and DS9. Yeah, but see, I don't remember names. And all I the don't... movies, which you've seen all of those in order all the way up through uh, First Contact. Yeah, I'm about to watch, is it Generations? Yeah, I'm about to do Generations and move forward, so. I just need to get a copy of Insurrection since I can't find it on TV. And that, once you watch Insurrection, that's nine movies you've watched. Are you counting the 14 years movies? worth of, <laughs> no I wasn't, that's ten movies plus 14 years worth of Star Trek that but you have watched. But I am not a Trekkie. I mean, I love Star Trek. <laughs> I, I, love, I love how you get but, Yeah, I am not a Trekkie. No, because I always I, think I may of, have spent, you know, a quarter of my life <laughs> in terms of hours watching Star Trek, but I I, I do not love no, Star Trek. No, I think of Trekkies as, you like know... wearing the ears and going yeah, to conventions? Yeah, and then the conventions and stuff. So you're a and, snob. A you're a Star Trek snob. Why is that? Why was because that? Because you're you're so much? you're you're insistent that you don't want to be lumped in with. Because the I'm not like them. Yeah. I don't listen to that. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. not like them. <laughs> but I am not. I'm not like them. <laughs> I I don't consider myself a Trekkie. I'm sorry. I love the series. You've seen but ten I'm not. movies. Yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> That's like me saying, "All right, I've seen all twenty-three James Bond movies." Mm -hmm. I've read some of the novels. I've read some of the original new novels. Yeah. But you're not... I a had a James Bond role-playing game. <laughs> yeah. And me sitting here and telling you, I hate James Bond. I'm not... I can sit here and tell you, honestly, I'm burned out on James Bond. I'm, if I, I never see another James, James Bond movie, I'm fine. <laughs> but I cannot deny that at one point in my life, I was a James Bond fan. So, yeah, I'm a Star Trek fan but i'm not a trekkie because i think that is really reserved for the people who live breathe and eat there's Star not that Trek. many people who live breathe and eat right but those anything. are the trekkies those the ones who take it to just if you had been a dragon con right see and Kate i don't Mulgrew had talked <laughs> you would have been one of those people cheering and whistling and going i love you kate no yes no. you would have been I would because I, even, even uh, Carrie, who never watched Voyager, yeah. At the end of that, you know, now every time Kate Mulgrew is mentioned, she talks about you know how awesome Kate Mulgrew. Is. <laughs> well, yeah. I did get to see clips of it, yeah, and it was pretty awesome. It. Yeah, it, that but, was really um, awesome. You're a Trekkie. No, you need to just stop. Come on, Uber mm. Geeks, and admit it. Okay? I am a Star Trek fan. You could stand up and say, "I am Latoya Davidson," <laughs> and I am and a Trekkie. I would like to admit <laughs> that I am a Trekkie. But see, I mean, if you ask me Star Trek trivia, I will not get them. I mean, it's one Who of those things... Who's the engineer on Voyager? Don't know. 
Oh, oh, look at you. You're lying. I don't know the name. Describe him. I don't remember. Well, I'm I'm actually thinking about the original series, so... You never watched the original series. But you know who <laughs> Scotty is You watched stuff. seven years of Voyager. I know. But see, that's what I'm talking about is like I... You know, saw it, but I don't retain a lot of it, like characters and stuff. I mean, the ones I liked, I retain. What? I think you're being you're being facetious. No, I'm not. Yeah. Was it Paris's chick? Yes. Or, okay. Um, I forgot her name. Um, they only mention it every episode. I know. See, and that's just. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, because you, you know, you'd mention stuff, and I'd be like, "Is it that?" oriental guy or because i don't keep the names in my head i mean i know chakotay and you know the captain or whatever the captain (laughs) (laughs) see i'm telling you i'm not a trekkie i'm not but you watched 10 movies i know but i don't 14 years worth of episodes that's seven years of ds9 and seven years of voyager see to me if you were not a trekkie you would have watched because i can understand you started watching voyager Dang it, I'm going to watch it to the end. Mm-hmm. You did. Then you willingly started watched seven years of worth DS9. of Space Nine. Yeah. Then you said, you know what? I'm going to watch every one of the movies all in over order. It. Yeah. Of which you've now watched ten of them. Right? Yeah. And just the other day you were saying, oh, you know, at some point I need to watch... Next Generation or something. Yeah, Next Generation. I need to do the original and Enterprise. But you, you're not. I'm not but see, you just proved that I'm not. You ask me questions and I'm like, I don't even know but the just, character's just, just name. Just because you have, you know, a memory like a Swiss cheese chunk, <laughs> okay, does not mean you're not a Trekkie. Okay. Whatever. I mean, you're, you're sitting here now saying, oh, I'm going to watch another seven years of Next Generation. Another and then I'll probably five. watch four of uh, Enterprise and then three of the original series. Yeah. But it's not like I'm like rushing out to I mean, that's, do it. That's another 14 years. Yeah, but, but I'm you're, not... you're going to do it when you finish the movies. Yeah, at some point. But I still haven't decided which one I'm going to start. But you know, you're like, going to do it. Yes, I'm going to do it, but it does not make me a Trekkie. I'm not an encyclopedia of the you Star Trek. You don't have to be an encyclopedia to be a Trekkie. A Trekkie is just somebody who loves Star Trek. Not in my mind. You're, you're a Star Trek like... snob. You just don't want to be one of the weird people. Um, because I see sure. the look on your face when you're like, I am not a, no, I'm not a trick. <laughs> I feel like it, it, you're, you're you not making the face of like, is, oh no, I'm not worthy of that, that term. That's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. That's what, you, that's, you have to look on your face like, I, no, I am not no, one of them. I, I am not worthy of being called a Trekkie because I don't know as much as someone who is so into it that they you know, know all the character names and blah, blah, blah. I don't. I don't remember that stuff. I am a fan. But that doesn't mean that you, you can't remember the name of my cat. Right? Which one? Any of them. Opal? Oh, there's Opal. All right, that's good. What's the name of my other cat right now? Oh, right now? I, I don't remember. All right, see. All right, and we, we're together every day. Yeah. Right? Well, we don't talk okay. about your cats every day. Yeah, but still. I'm just saying your memory is like a, you know, a sieve for everything. It's been since that... Uh, there are meds. days There are days when you're talking about your boyfriend and I see you having to stop to think, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was talking to Kenrick and, you know, that's just the way you are. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. But you're a tricky. Anyway, 
Fine. Whatever. Latoya is a Trekkie. Is the name of the episode. I no, it's Friends with Benefits. <laughs> I think that might, might, might give people the wrong impression. Well, that's why they have to listen to the show. Yeah. All right. Um, this is Barry signing out. This is Latoya saying, live long and... Prosper. Trekkie. Bitch. <laughs> What'd you call me? When you started the recording again, just because... I never stopped it. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my bad. You know, that is not a very Vulcan thing to say. That's true, and I would like to be a Vulcan. Yeah. Okay, and you're <laughs> supposed to sign out with Cracker. You, just, you can't make it through a whole episode without being offensive, can you? Me! You you threw the F-bomb in the middle of the episode. It was not the middle. It was like three quarters of the way. Whatever. Down. Either way, you just, you said it clear as day. You know who Robert Duncan McNeil is? Well, you said he plays Paris. Right. So I know who that is. Do you remember what he did on the ship? Yeah. What he did? He was he was a part of the, um, you yeah. know, the area where the captain sits. And he was the pilot. Was, yeah. I told you. All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna turn out now. Now it's painful for you, huh? When I'm well, trying. I just I just think you're you're being facetious. I'm not. And that's ugh, you can you, know. you cannot watch 24 years worth of uh, it's 14 years worth of shows plus 10 movies, and and go who was the there was an Asian guy on the ship, right? Yeah, <laughs> he was there for seven years. Of course, you know Harry Kim. Well, yeah, I told you I know. Belana Torres. Belana, that was it. Do you remember that there was a Borg on the show for a while? Oh, on, on Voyager? Yeah. yeah, Seven of Nine? Ah, look at you. Well, I mean, there you she go. was hot. Jerry Ryan, please. You yeah. do kind of have to remember that. Well, there you go. But there's a lot of other stuff I don't remember. What about the guy with the little spots and the funny hair? I don't remember his name, but he worked in the bar. Oh, it was the cafeteria, yeah. The or, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. And see, part of it is that some of it blends for me. You know, it's like, oh, which one was on, you know, this ship versus the other? Neelix, Quark, same person. Yeah, that's true. So Quark was DS9, the bartender. And, yeah, yeah. Neelix, Neelix was, was on, the morale officer Yeah, on chef. Voyager. Yeah. All right, this is uh, Commander Barry Reese signing off from the Delta Quadrant. This is Admiral <laughs> signing out.